Good morning. This is Barb Lamson, Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener. And with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener. Karen Wright. Hey, Karen. There's a lot of us that may have thought, you know, I'm not going to grow roses because they're so difficult to grow. And yet, seeing roses in public gardens, we've decided, I think I'm going to try one of those. And here's the thing. All roses are not the same. Absolutely not. The one that we think of, the typical one you get for Valentine's Day, that's a hybrid tea rose. And they are very fussy and they are hard to grow in Minnesota because, well, we've got cold winters and they have what you need to do is the tip method. So you have to dig and then you have to tip them and make sure you cover them. And they're a lot of work. So they have developed more modern shrub roses and other types of roses which i like for example i've got the knockout series roses and they bloom all summer long they bloom and bloom and bloom right and they don't have just that one flower they've got a bunch of different flowers they do they branch out they branch out so you really can't put them in a vase so much no like the uh, the ones you're thinking of for valentine's for example but here's what you can do you can use a dish and put them in a dish yeah. and float them in there. Here's what I like. I like the floribundas. And many people don't know that floribunda means many blooms. Right. So if you thought, have I got a floribunda? Have I got many blooms? Yes, that's that's what it is. And they sometimes come like in clumps. There'll be clumps of they blooms. They do. And that's the one I have a lot of because I love it because they have so much color. And it pops at once. And then it just keeps coming all summer. I agree. So I've got easy elegance. Oh. And... I planted it in front of my greenhouse, and uh, being true to form here, I thought, oh, I think I need to plant something with that. (laughs) And I planted two nine bark trees, which were this little sprite, the smaller ones. Well, they just grew, and they got wider, and the roses, the floribunda roses grew, and they branched out, and pretty soon... It was a jungle. It was a jungle. It didn't look good. I was having problems, so I moved those those shrubs out of there, and I kept the roses in there. And when I was measuring, you really need about five feet between rose bushes. You know, some can get bigger than that because I was just looking at a rose catalog from David Austin and English roses, which I've got one of those, and they're very beautiful, but some of them, they'll have some that'll say three feet by three and a half feet, and there are others that are five feet to five and a half feet. So you've really got to know what you're getting. Sure. And you know, sometimes new home buyers, and maybe for a long time you've wanted to grow a rose, but you don't want to spend a lot of money in it. And here you go to a big box store, grocery store, mm-hmm. and you see these roses as early as what, March, April, they come in. Too early. And they broke dormancy and they'll have some green coming out. Yeah, so the, the thing is, if you see ones that are sticks, you think, well, those are dead. No, right. they're they're if, dormant. Because they're dormant and that's how you want them when they start, like you said, to show leaves, that's bad. Yeah, exactly. So. You take one of those, you bring it home, and you think, now, when can I plant this? When can I plant this? Or what shall I do with it now? I mean, do I leave it in that plastic? And then they're bound up inside. And my granddaughter did this, and we visited her shortly after she'd bought this rose, and she planted it out. And I said, you know, I don't think you have to give it any care because that's not going to grow. What you got on there is what came out when it was in in this dormant stage and it broke dormancy because of the heat of the store and all of that. And it's going to be very, very hard. So this year I'm going back to 
check on those roses and see how well they did. But from my own experience, they don't do well. Well, I bought my English rose from David Austin, and that was sent as a true bear root, where it was sent and there was nothing on it, and they hadn't break, broken dormancy, and they send it at the right place, because they're a reputable place. I've had beautiful luck with that. You know, if you get a seed catalog, and they specialize in roses, and they use these initials, I was going through, and I was putting stars, by, I think, by plants, and I thought, you know, I think I could find room for that and that. <laughs> and then I thought, well, what do these what do these symbols mean? And here's BR, and I looked, and it said, bear root, and I thought, not me. I'm not doing any bare root. My summer's too short. I want this thing to get up, and I would like to have color the first year. I'm going to get something that's already potted. I'm going to my nursery and buy one there. So that's what I've learned from all of this, along with the fact that Japanese beetles love them. Oh, that is the thing, too. Before, when we didn't have any Japanese beetles, the roses were great, but now they are an issue. Right, and the beetles come, and they get in the flower, even before it's open in that bud, and they start Full eating. Full holes, yep, so they eat the bud. Keep that in mind, too. If you'd like more information about anything to do with gardening, contact your Extension Service. This is Barb Lamson along with Karen Wright, wishing you happy gardening.